Dan Zestremski, host of the Ringer Gambling Show. You want to join my buddy, Joe House, and I every Tuesday and Friday. We break down all the lines, the leans, totals, props, and so much more for the NBA playoff action. And JJ, you never know when the pod father himself, Bill Simmons, is going to stop in. Plus, we are dropping special episodes in the feed around all the big events. We have some major golf coming up, JJ. You want to get in on all of it. So whether you fancy yourself as a sharp or someone who likes to just throw a few shekels down, get on the action with the Ringer Gambling Show on Spotify. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Logan Murdoch here, Raja Bell there. Raja. 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 Yeah. I've been waiting. First of all, we have a morning podcast, so I'm excited about that. Second of all, Raja, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to, to, to go with this. We are on the morning after. I would say your sons, but these aren't your sons. And I want to apologize to you, sir. You know, we're in the business of apologizing. Yeah. You know, whenever something happens, we got to be real and we got to just, we got to own up to our shit. A year ago, you know, I was doing a little playful banter about the Suns last year. And um, I said that that team, which is similar to the team last night that got rocked by the Dallas Mavericks. I said last year's team and probably were alluding to this team too. I said it was better than your team. I said it was, remember that? I do. Last year, I said that team was better than your team. That they would beat your team. Da da da. I was joke. I wasn't joking. I was just. I was trying to just put up. You know, throw some smoke. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but you had said in, in like maybe so, so many words. Fuck you, Logan. So I would like to apologize <laughs> to Raja Bell. I would like to apologize to Boo Boo. I would like to apologize yeah. to Amari Stoudemire. I would like to apologize. I might see him later on today. Leandro Barbosa. I don't know when I'm going to see Mike D'Antoni, but I'm just going to apologize to him. He doesn't even know why. I'm just going to say an just, apology yes, to just him. Just do that anyway. Yeah. The whole 26, 
2006 or 2004 to 2007 Phoenix Suns, the staff record label and a motherfucking crew. I would like to apologize to you guys because I was wrong. Well, I take, while I appreciate it, I take, I take no pleasure in that. Um, I, I do think we had some, some things going for us that would have, I mean, obviously there's recency bias and I know that Phoenix loves their, their current sons, but I do think we did some things and presented some matchup problems for them. But I digress with that. I took no pleasure in your apology because I just felt for, the, I felt for the town. I felt for Phoenix. I felt for the Valley. I know how passionate a fan base that is and how, how cool of an environment it can be when the Suns are playing well. And so I just felt all the way around. I felt for, I felt for the team. I felt for D book and Chris Paul, Monty Jupes. Um, it was just bad. I, I found myself last night watching and saying to my wife over and over again, this was early in the game, mind you. This was in the second quarter where, you know, in the pre-pod, you guys were saying like kind of ingest the first quarter. It felt like it was a 40-point game already. Well, early in the second quarter, I said to my wife, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. They were flat. There was, there was, there was no energy. They looked stymied. People were, the stars looked like they had been caught in like a deer in headlights kind of mode. And then you, when your stars are like that, your role players, for the most part, are are looking around like, oh shit, we have a problem. We have a problem. We got everyone. There's a problem, and so it snowballed from there. Um, but allow me, allow me to apologize, Logan. I did it on Twitter. I rarely get on Twitter for anything mm-hmm. other than reposting one of my son's tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, I need more people to get in there and help my sons out. By the way, um, the uh, the hashtag get, three, get, get Roger verified. Hashtag Correct. get tie boogie five. Yeah, still Twitter. Yes. I've I've applied twice for that shit. They've denied me both times. Um, I need to apologize to the Dallas metro area, mm. to Mark Cuban, to Nico Harrison. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Jason Kidd, Luka Doncic. Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm just, it's Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm just going down the list. I can't name every map, but I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry because I, from the time they were in the midst of the battle, minus Luka with Utah, have discredited them to some degree and given them a slim chance of advancing. Although I didn't rule it out very slim and I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I'm going to tell you like this, Logan, I'm sure we'll get into it. I told you about that, that Memphis series. Mm-hmm. Um, this shit is, it's not going to be what you think. But just keep it to tuck that, tuck that away. We're going to talk all about that. Just tuck that away. Just tuck those a little, uh. I okay, apologize, let's... Dallas. Okay. Let's 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 tap it and also apologies to Sasha Mack, you know, who had to edit all that stuff Facts. out. Just like have our back at all times. Thank you, Sasha Mack. I want to talk about the last two games of this series because game six, the Suns came out flat. And honestly, I wasn't even tripping off of them getting their ass kicked in game six because that happens, man. That happens. It just, you know, a snowball effect. The 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 lower seated team just had it in, just wanted to kick your ass one last time for the home home floor, right? That that's that's that. What I failed to realize was the look that the Mavericks had in their eyes during that game six. And then, so yesterday, I got to the game late. I got to the game at like end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. and I'm looking on the ESPN app, and I'm like, okay, it's. It's 27-20, I think was the score, right? Or something like that, right? It was, it was one of those scores. And I'm like, that's odd. The best team in the league, the, the deepest team in the league, is down on a game seven at home? That's, that's pretty odd. 
You know, you you know how these series goes, Roger. Whether the Phoenix Suns were going to lose, I felt like they had enough infrastructure and had enough guys and were battle tested enough to at least go out swinging. And that's weird to say because there was this is a 64 win team, Rob. And so I go and look, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then the then that second quarter it just snowballed. There was you know when you think oh. The Suns have a run in them. There was no run. There, it was just disrespectful, Roger. Yeah. I, I'd never seen anything like this. I'd never seen anything like it. I, it was a complete crumbling of of the infrastructure you talked about. All the all the safeguards in place, the multiple stars, uh, the people who could guard multiple positions, all the things that you do when team building that you think can help you overcome a poor performance here or there by somebody. All of it crumbled. At the same time, it was a, it was a meltdown of epic proportions. I it was it was hard to watch, and you know I started seeing it again. I saw it late in the first quarter, early second quarter. I don't think I don't know that they had twenty. They might have had like seventeen. But Devin Devin Booker came out hi, hyper aggressive. Like I think he had like four quick shots, and then he just then he just wasn't seeking the ball anymore. They were doubling him, um, mm-hmm. doing a good job again. Again, J Kid with a brilliant game plan. Um, And then he looked like he stopped seeking the ball. And then I looked for Chris Paul. And I got to give a shout out to you saying you worried about him. And my dumb ass getting on here and saying, nah, I don't think he, I don't think he'll just hit the wall in the, he did. Because I looked for him to pick up the slack and take the ball. Because what we are looking for, what, what the Jay Crowder, and I thought Jay Crowder was game. um, And, and the rest of them, Aiden, what we're looking for in that moment is to look into one of our stars' eyes and and know that they're there, they're present, they're gonna they're gonna give us what they normally give us. It just gives us some security in our role. I'm not. It's not to say that we can't do our job without that, but it certainly helps, right? And so when you didn't see that, and I was looking for it, and I was like, oh shit, neither one of these two want the fucking ball. We've got a problem. And then on the other end, I don't know that I. I don't remember the last time I've seen this. I had to rewind it like five times. It was in the second half. It was in the second quarter. Spencer Dinwiddie rebounded a ball. He rebounded a ball. He walked that shit up the court, got the switch. I'm pretty sure they played light pick and roll and he got the switch. So we got the switch on Aiden? Was it the switch on Aiden? Yes. Spencer Dinwiddie didn't pass the ball for the entire possession and shot a step back three and cashed out. That's what they were doing. It was so hard. Hold on. Let's 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 just dissect that play because I remember that play. That is your coach tells you never to do that as a guard. He you don't do that. You don't catch on a switch. He's dribbling. He Stood it between his legs like seven times, Raja. He had the ball at the top of the key at like probably the 16 second mark and just dribbled at at Aiden and then got it to like the four second mark and said, fuck it. I'm just gonna we knew he was gonna chuck it. We all knew he was gonna chuck it. Aiden knew he was gonna chuck it. Dinwiddie knew he was gonna chuck it. And the disrespect, because it didn't touch shit. It was all cash. That was when it you could that was when it was over. It was it was over from that moment. That was a level of disrespect. And again. Um, you know, my wife's watched a lot of basketball because just, you know, she'd been with me for a long time. Even she was like, what the fuck was that? And I said, I, let's rewind that because I think <laughs> I saw it. I rewound it five times, man. Like that was, you know, they, on so many levels, like the, the no pass. Um, but just to say, like, this is our game plan. We're going to get this mismatch and we don't want to shoot quick shots. 
right? Like, we don't want to give them opportunities. He took he that thing to down the hole, to four. Roger. He, he could have went to at 16. He could have went at 15. He could have went at 10. He took that all the way down to four. So their execution of their game plan, combined with what I'm telling you about the look in the eyes of Chris Paul and Devin Booker for some reason, and I was like, we, this is not. And it, it, it really did snowball very quickly after that. This is one of those performances. It's not going to happen, and I don't even think it should happen. This is one of those performances where you just blow it up, bro. Where you just look at the team and you just blow it up. It's not going to happen. I don't want it to happen. It shouldn't happen. But when you don't even show fight, when you when you have a guy like Chris Paul on your team, you have a guy like Devin Booker on your team, you have a respected coach like Monty Williams on your team. And I got the opportunity to be around them about a month ago. A really, really tight-knit group. Right. Which was really, which made it all the more surprising that they lost the way they did. I saw a team that wasn't there for each other at the, in stretches that had given up during stretches. And there was that's not what you get from a champion, which is what we thought this was this was all season. We thought this was a title contender. They couldn't even get off the brakes. And it was funny because Monty Williams, and I want to get your take on this. Monty Williams, after the game, alluded to the fact that probably should have rested his guys more during the regular season. And we, and you know, we saw the Phoenix Suns throughout the regular season. They had their foot on the gas all season, even when, um, even when Chris Paul went down with injuries with a thumb right. surgery, even when um, Devin Booker went down with a hammy. They were all systems go because it, they wanted to. They it was one of those years they wanted to show y'all had us all fucked up. We are going to show you why. But as a consequence of this, and the Warriors went through this during the seventy-three win season when they just went full go and didn't have the legs necessarily down the stretch. Did you see that during the... You saw it in Sparks in the New Orleans series, in my opinion, but did you see that in, uh, towards the back end of this series where they just don't have the legs, or was it more to it? Well, Chris Paul, I think, he, he didn't have the legs. You could tell he was tired. And again, brilliant by Jason Kidd, just understanding what it takes to be a point guard at that age and you know recognizing that Chris Paul gets to live in this space defensively where people aren't really going at him and what the toll that that would take on Chris Paul if they could not let him do that, right? And he definitely looked worn down. The rest of the team, I'm not I'm not really buying it. I don't I don't know that Devin Booker looked worn down. He looked like that 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 hey, we're going to trap you every time you come off of this DHO, you're going to look at two people. Every time, you know, they try to run pick and roll. Every time you come off of a pin down, we got two bodies in front of you. That looked like it took its toll on him mentally. Um, the rest of them, I don't, I don't know that it was just, you know, a wearing down. But the most concerning thing for me, aside from guys not doing what they have to do, like in terms of production, was the general spirit that, that looked lacking early in that game. You know, there was a... There was a there was a lack of fight for a better way to put it um, from the Suns in my perspective, like in that second quarter. I, I you know, schematically, I got to throw a little shade at Monty. I'm not I mean, he's a great coach, but, you know, there should have been some moves made earlier once you realize that it was just going to be quick switch, quick switch. Let me get your worst defenders and we're going to ISO like, I don't know, you could have thrown a zone at them. There are any number of things that you could have done. Obviously, I'm playing, you know, Monday morning quarterback, but. They just didn't seem to have a lot of fight, the Suns. And that was, you know, it was concerning. You don't get beat like that, bro. Not like that, Logan. Not in a game, not in a game seven. You don't get beat like that. Not at home. Raja, you know how I feel about when a team sticks their chest out and doesn't back it up. The Phoenix Suns 
we're going to look at this at this season as a team that stuck their chest out and didn't back it up before this game. What did what did Devin Booker said? We're locked in, right? What did they say all season? Oh, we're coming for the title. Who? We're beating their ass. Don't even matter. What? Well, we're going after them. This is our year, and it's disappointing because you kind of got the feeling of it's it's. I feel like with this team, it was one of those those things where you see a team that put, has this air of confidence that they didn't earn. You know, like I, I juxtapose that with the Milwaukee Bucks, who we'll catch in a second, who won the title, has an air of confidence, got blown out, but I think it's a little bit different because they have the title on their resume, so they can still held their held their heads up high. Right? And they were down their second best player. I mean, that's and they were down their and they were down their second best player. This team, the Suns, were fully healthy. Honestly played against a team in the Mavericks who went through a lot of shit this year. Went through a lot. All they have was Luka. We'll get to them in a second because I really want to I want to give the Mavs their due. But I'm just disappointed in the Suns. And how do you come back from this, man? Because this is a collapse of effort proportions. Chris Paul's only getting a year older. He turned 37 um, about a few weeks ago. Um, he's going to be, you know, going to be turning 38 at the end of this season. You remember what season. I told you when we talked about the Suns at the end of their finals run last year mm-hmm. as it pertained to Chris Paul and what they needed to do with him this year. So I should have probably talked about this when you posed the question to me about rest. Do you remember what I said at that point, what they needed to do roster-wise? Just Whether, They needed to get another, another point guard. They Yes. They needed yeah. to let him do a lot of sitting and mm-hmm. resting. And, For like 20 and, minutes a game. Yeah, until, until the playoffs, right? And then you can let Chris Paul do what you hope Chris Paul can do. But you, yeah, so I forgot. I should have I answered that. That's poor podcasting on my part. But yeah, they they needed to do that. And so go ahead. Like a Dennis Schroeder or somebody like that, right? Like they, somebody that, you know, they, obviously I'm just talking about a guy that they can afford, but like somebody like that that can pull the reins in. Also, it's hard. It's tough to say this because he played so well this season, but they needed Devin Booker to take to take it to another level. They just needed him to be that guy. Oh, yeah. to be, and they needed, they needed this to be Devin Booker's team. This needs to be Devin Booker's team going forward, in my opinion. Uh, I can I can co-sign on that. I can co-sign on that, but it, it 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 needs to be Devin Booker's team in a way that Devin Booker says, "This is my team." Yeah, what we like, wanted AD to do with the Lakers. What you wanted AD to do, what Luca has done, what Jason Tatum is doing, what you know, the way you solidify that is in the moment that he had the opportunity to do it in yesterday. In those moments, like that's when you solidify, yo, I got this. I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Now he'll, he'll be fine. But it was concerning again, man. Like I've never been a Devin Booker type of player. I mean, it was the last time I played like that was when I was in college, right, where everything went through me, and this is how we're gonna do it. But you know, you can't, you can't be. If we're gonna go down, it's gonna go down with me getting this shit not done, not me not getting touches or not getting jacks up. Like we're, I'll shoot us out of this, mofo. You got me fucked up. I'm going to yeah, shoot it I'll 37 shoot us, times. I'll shoot us right out of it, but it ain't going to be because I didn't shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. And that and, that was that was concerning for me. And that's what, you know, I think Devin has that in him, right? He ha- like he's shown that in spurts, but he needs to take the reins next year if they're going to if they are going to take the next level because it's clear even though Chris Paul can do it in spurts, he can't do it throughout the regular season. He's only getting older. They need another play they need another playmaker too. Like you see it 
even even the Mavericks, Luca, obviously phenomenal with the ball in his hands and could play make Spencer Dinwiddie, playmaker, huge addition, like a playmaker. Yeah. Give him the ball, you know, whether he does it consistently every single night, but a, a playmaker. Jalen Brunson, another dude who can just make plays, right? Um yeah. Phoenix had two of them. Real talk. Like I know we love the Phoenix roster, but there are no playmakers over there. It's just two cats that make plays. Everyone else you know, is is a very good finisher of a play, but not an initiator of a play. Campaign has it in spurts, but campaign's not it. They should have went to campaign a little earlier yesterday. They should have they yeah. should have went to him just to see. They should have went yeah. to him. Um, but let's move over to like you know, and we'll get to this. But Boston has multiple playmakers: Jalen Brown, playmaker; Jason Tatum, playmaker; Marcus Smart, playmaker. Um, yeah. and then you saw the Bucks minus their third playmaker. It just is not enough. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Aiden real quick. Now, Aiden, in my opinion, man, stop thinking about the numbers. Just go pay that man because you're going to need you need a front court presence on this team. I, 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 if you're the Suns, you got to pay him. You have to pay him because it's better that he's on your team and you figure it out later. But for this bunch, if you want to be a championship contender, you need a front court guy like him. He's not. He's not going to be replaced by JaVale McGee, who has played well in spurts. He's not going to be replaced by Biombo, who has played well in the postseason. You, I think Aiden proved this season that you need to pay him. If you take him off the roster, if you just say, oh, we're not going to match, that's going to be catastrophic to your bottom line, which is what you say is to win a title. I'd say pay him the max and figure it out from there. I thought you should have already paid him. I'm on record as saying that. I don't even think it should have gotten to this point. He played terrible yesterday, and they benched him. He did not. I was. He wasn't playing. And I'm, if, I, if I think I'm correct, um, post game, Monty was asked about it, and Monty said it was internal. Which for me, again, let me just. I know I've kept ranting about how concerning that was to watch and everything like that. Something seemed off. Hmm. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like it, it didn't feel like it was just on the court. I played in too many basketball games. I've seen too many basketball games played out. Having never seen a situation like that ever, it led me to believe that there was some, there's something else, whether it be an injury or something going on. There's so, I don't know what it is, but that's just weird. And I found Monty coming out and the explanation for DeAndre just being it's internal. That just kind of fortified my stance, right? Like something, mm, that's a weird answer. Could have been like, hey, we're going small. We didn't match up well. You didn't do that. So, uh, do you? With that being said, you st- I still, I still say you should pay him. I don't know where you go from there. I, I, I agree with you. I'm just c- kind of as we're. Do you do a sign and trade? Do you figure out something else? Like, but the fact is, from a roster construction and what they want to do, you kind of have to have them on your roster. Yeah, but I would say I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I also would say let that man like take the training wheels off for that man. Hmm. Because they need him to step up. They need Take this to off. be book and Aiden show. Take and the then Chris Paul be the OG and then figure it out from there and rest him and play him in spurts. Because Chris Paul still got some tread on the tire. We saw that against New Orleans. And we saw that here against the Mavericks. But also we saw him against New Orleans have his hand on his knees after a half of playoff basketball in a first-round series. Yeah, right? So tough, man. Damn it. That was tough, tough. with the old heads because I know that you really – any old head, you are, ready, you are ready to ride for them at all times, and I get it. And Chris Paul's just a great – you know, he's a great player, a great leader, and I, I could have – again, man, you wake up today and Luca, Luca beat your head in and just did Luca things and you lost because of that, fine. But 
there's got to be some soul searching done over there from top to bottom, man. We got to figure out what the hell was the root of that problem. They got to have some Ben Affleck time, Roger. They got to go to a beach, just a secluded beach, and just stare out into the into the water and just just <laughs> figure it out. Just just look at it and just just get all the all the toxins out right. and just get your <laughs> chakras aligned. That's what the Phoenix Suns need. No sweat, same game parlay each week. $20 in free bets if you don't win. The playoffs are heating up. You can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no sweat, same game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. That's free bets. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. Okay, so we're getting into game one of the conference finals. So I'm going to build myself a same game parlay around the Celtics and the Heat game one. First, I'm going to take the over on Jason Tatum's player points because he's going over 28 in most of his games this postseason. Then I'm going to take the over on Bam Adebayo's player rebounds. And when it really comes down to it, I'm going to take the Heat money line at home, baby. New to FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code RINGERNBA. Once again, that's promo code RINGERNBA. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet, $20 per week. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-88-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. That's in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Again, that's in New York. Tennessee, that's your red line. 1-800-889-9789. Again, that's Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net. That's West Virginia. Raj, I want to talk about the Mavericks. So I'm going to be honest with you. You're a hip-hop head. When I look into Luca's eyes over the last, because I, I didn't really see it, in, I didn't, not that it wasn't there, but I wasn't, we weren't paying attention. We didn't have our third eye open on Luca in the first round. We just didn't. But as I've looked at him over the last week, last two weeks, you know what it seems like? Mm. Seems like 03 Curtis Jackson. Right before, get, right like when Get Richard Die Trying drops. Okay. It's just, there's a clip on the Breakfast Club where Jay Z is talking. And um, I think Charlemagne asked him a question. And he was talking about, I was trying to tell all my homies on Rockefeller to get their releases out because 50 Cent is coming. 50 Cent is on the way. You remember 03? Remember the streets in 03, Raja? Right before 50 dropped? When he yeah. had the when he had the vest. Yeah. And then like Wanks to drop, but in the club was coming, right? Remember that. That's what I feel when I see Luca right now. 
He's talking shit. He's talking really gully. And he's backing it up. And you believe him. You believe every single word from him. He is he is dropping in the club. He is dropping heat for the streets. He's dissing folks on wax. I think we're here. For, I I don't know if we're on a run. I I don't know if the the Mavericks. This is really early, too early. I don't know if the Mavericks are going to win against the Warriors and go to the finals. But I'm really not. Wouldn't be surprised at this point because Luca just has that look in his eye that I haven't seen, and I believe all Luca's raps right now. I believe everything he says on wax. Uh. <laughs> I said a lot there. There was a lot you, you there. You did. I processed it, though, and I, it's really well-spoken. Um, Luca, I fuck with his energy. I, I, I get down with, with Luca. I, I like that look in the eye. I like, to, I like, I like that. Luca is basically saying none of you, not, not, not a singular person out here, can get with what I'm doing here. None of, none with of you. Me. I don't want, yes, I don't want to just keep cursing, right? I'm trying to, but yeah, that's what he's telling you. That's the way he's looking at you. Like, boy, don't bring your ass over here. Don't you do it. And when, when there was, again, let me just reference another play last night. They were looking for Chris Paul. They were looking for DeAndre Ayton when he was on the floor. And then they were looking for Cam Johnson. Hey, let me just sidebar. Do you know what kind of lonely feeling that shit is? <laughs> Do you know, like put yourself out there in, in those basketball shorts where you got an entire arena and millions of people watching and the other coach has decided that the weakest link is your ass. Ooh. Hey, we're just going to keep going at him. So anyway, <laughs> it's a terrible feeling. But um, he was cooking. Luca was cooking. And he gets this. He gets DeAndre A, top of the key. Boom. Big on, on medium. There are only two things that are going to happen here, right? Only two things on the planet that could possibly transpire. One, he blows by the big and lays it up. Two, he rocks him to sleep and either, you know, foot replaces into a three or step backs or whatever, and he cashes out. There's no way it ever would Luca post this big mofo up. And Luca bro, just, bro, what? bro, Luca took his ass. Halfway Into down the, the lane, <laughs> halfway down the lane, big bodied him and then hit the little fadeaway and just ice grilled somebody in the stands. <sighs> yeah, I was like, hey, man, I, I in the words of Kanye West, Luca, don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, that's that, that was about- just that was Bro. savagery on it. That was savagery on a whole nother level, man. That was that was mm. he has a step back cooking Raja and then he'll he'll post up anyone on your team. Wait, do, you know drop dis- do you drop know step. how disrespectful that is, man? We need a moment of silence. Raja, I would be, I'm scared of Luka Doncic, bro. I'm just, it's not, this isn't supposed to happen. Raja, we saw after the trade, we discussed this. I didn't think that they had this in them, bro. I thought it was going to be a f- seven game flame outs at some point. They were going to be a hard out. Now, Okay, so there was this, at the end of the game, I don't know if you watched this far. I don't know if you watched. But at the end, it was a beautiful moment. Dirk Nowitzki comes out, and he hugs Luka. Like, it was a beautiful moment. It was like a tear-jerking moment. Like, damn. Like, you know, this is, this is, this is Mavs. This is, the, this is the Mavericks family right here. This yeah. is what this is, right? And I couldn't help but think about that 2011 run. You know? You were in the league at that point. I'm not sure. sure if you watched postseason at that point. I know, I don't know. Like you guys, I don't know Absolutely. if you. If you okay, okay. So remember that 
that uh, that Mavericks run. It was just one of those things. I think they beat Portland in the first round. No one gave. No one really like. Okay, they beat Portland. Then they sweep the Lakers, the championship, the champion, defending champ Lakers. Then they go into Oklahoma City. Then they play Oklahoma City. Just whoop. Don't worry. We'll get. Don't worry. We got you. And then they just beat the. They beat the Miami Heat. It was a team where it was like we didn't. We didn't figure it out until we figured them out. I get the feeling with this Mavericks team, Raja. I could just be in the moment, but I think I think this I just see something in this Mavericks team that I can't quite explain, similar to that other team in 2011. I could not quite explain it, but if they win a title, Raja, I'm not surprised. I'm at that point right now, Raja. Yeah. I'm really there. I'm there. No, I'm here. At, at this point, you shouldn't be. Um, it's going to be fascinating. I don't have a great feel on Golden State, Dallas. I'll just say this, though. While Golden State was the best defensive team in the league, Dallas is going to do some things to you. You're, what you're going to say to me, if, okay, if you're a Golden State fan, what you're going to say to me is, we got multiple people that can guard Luka. You know, we got multiple people that can do that. And I, I would disagree with that because I think Luka's a little too heavy for, for Draymond to repeatedly guard him. Can Draymond guard him? At times, yes. Over, no, at times, yes. But yeah. you're, there's going to be foul trouble associated with that. There's going to be a level. They're of also going to want to put um, Draymond on 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 Dallas's bigs. You're gonna They're going to want to do that, yeah. So so you tell me Andrew Wiggins, and I'm going to tell you he's going to be too light in his ass to to deal with to deal with Luca over and over again on that post. But in either way, what's going to happen is, and this is what J.K. J.K. is just going to J.K. doesn't care apparently about anything other than getting that mismatch. And what he's going to do is going to seek out Steph, and he's going to seek out Jordan Poole. And he is going to get the switch. I imagine you're going to see. I imagine. I imagine you're going to see some zone from Golden State. Like you're going to have to because they're going to find Steph and Poole and even Clay at this point. While he was a phenomenal defender um, and a really you know, good post defender too. Yeah, but I mean, he's still on his comeback, right? Like he's yeah. still he's still progressing. I mean, that's what the Mavericks are going to do to you over and over again. And they are sneaky good defensively. I don't even know if it's sneaky at this point. You should not be feeling any kind of way about saying that the Mavericks could win a title. You, sh you just shouldn't. I, I'm scared of him going to stay, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just I like, because the thing with Luka is, because you could also do the, uh, you know, we're just going to let Luka score, right? We're just going to let Luka, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about Luca, what he does, we're going to guard Dinwiddie. We're going to make sure all these other guys don't get hot, right? Which would be a fair thing to do. But Luca's one of those guys, like Giannis, like 2017 LeBron. Only a couple of guys to ever grace this 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 hardwood where you could do that, and they're going to beat you by themselves. Luca can beat a team by himself. Luca can, but Luca last night. Like the 30, the, the 35, if Luca had 40 last night and the Suns played regularly offensively, the Suns win the game. Mm. In Luca's brilliance offensively, they win the game. What kills you is the 30 from Dinwiddie, the, the 24 from Brunson, and then whatever shooter, because they're going to have one shooter. I mean, it's Dorian Finney-Smith sometimes. It's Kleba sometimes. Sometimes it's like whichever uh, Reggie Bullock. One of them, whichever one goes off for 15. That's what winds up killing you. Um, but it is a fascinating like chess match behind closed doors where you're like, hey, what, what is the answer here? Is it, are we subscribing to, hey, let Luca go? 
stay home. But it's easier said than done, right? Because all they do is ISO you. So Luca's still going to get his 30 because nobody can guard him. And they're going to seek out with Dinwiddie and Brunson the, the mismatch that they're looking for. And it doesn't matter if you stay home because both of them cook in ISO situations. Here's the thing. The Warriors obviously can and, I mean, on paper should win this series, right? They're going to need Steph Curry to step the fuck up front of the show, Steph Curry. They're going to need him to step up. He play, he's, he has not played well throughout this postseason. He has shot the ball well. Um, he played very bad in the Warriors' closeout win against Memphis. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to show up. Clay is going to have to be more consistent offensively. And they're going to need, like, the Warriors are going to need guys to step up. But it starts with Steph. Make no mistake, make no mistake about it. Because Steph can go on a tear. We've seen that. And that can offset what Luka does. And there's a, there's a world also where the Warriors just go, just Warriors super saiyan in the, in the third quarter of every game and just blow it up, blow them on out. Like, there's a world where that happens. Absolutely. Uh, and, and the Warriors are going to present issues for Luka as well, having yep. to guard, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they present some challenges for the Mavericks, so I don't, I don't mean to sound like... Like I'm giving it's not Golden over, State. man. This it, is going to be a really great series. I it, think. I'm just fascinated to see what style wins round one, mm-hmm. right? Like which style wins round one, and then the adjustments, and then you could check back with me after game two, and we'll yeah. and I'll have a better feel for that because it's going to be fascinating. It's funny because I like on these types of podcasts where we're right in the beginning of series, especially the Western Conference Finals. I'd like to do predictions, but I don't. I I cannot get a grip on this series whatsoever. I I can't. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be, it's going to be whoever, it's going to be really fun. And it's going to be whoever can, whoever can play the game closer to their stylistic ideal. Mm -hmm. That's what's that, that's who's going to win it. Whoever can keep it in their corner the longest, like that's who's going to win that series. Let's take a quick break. I want to talk about the East. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, Ra. I want to talk about uh I want to talk about Heat uh Celtics, but first I want to talk about Giannis. Mm-hmm. Giannis, this is one of those series where like the legend just grows even if they even if the person loses. Giannis played incredible throughout this postseason. Now he didn't shoot the ball well in spurts. That's fair. But without Middleton, he carried this team. In a similar way to like to to how how Luca is carrying his team, and mm-hmm. we saw the other side of that where you know they just didn't have legs and just didn't have the bodies. What is this? 
playoff series or this playoff run kind of say about Luca? Let's have some legacy talk here, bud. Let's just about do Giannis. It. About Giannis. About Giannis. How did you feel about how he played down the stretch? And does he get a pass this year because he didn't have Middleton? Does he have that built-in excuse, or are we yeah. just like, did, or what? Wh- wh- how do you feel about Giannis? Definite, definite pass for Giannis this year. Um, in in terms of not winning the championship, I thought Giannis was fantastic over the entirety of the playoffs. Yes, there was a game here or there where where he might have been not his normal self, but yesterday he was not great. He was great early, and then. You know he had some unca- he had some silly plays right to end the first half, mm-hmm. yeah. And and you know they came out they came out early. I just Giannis overall was great. It was a terrible time to not have your best game right in Game Seven, kind of like we're talking about with the Suns. But overall, yeah, I think Giannis Giannis didn't do anything to hurt his legacy. I mean, he was on a, on a team where again you're predicated on having three guys that can kind of make plays and a bunch of shooting around it. Um, that being Giannis, obviously Chris Middleton, and to some degree Drew Holiday, and you subtract the number two playmaker and scorer off of your team, and you're heaping it all on Giannis. I think it was a valiant effort. Giannis, Giannis played great. You just Boston is damn good, and when you yeah. get some of the games that they got, and I guess it's by design because Milwaukee wants you to shoot these threes, and they play that game with you. They're trying to see if you know you can shoot shoot it well enough over the course to beat him. But when you get the Grant Williams game from, from last night and you get the Al Horford game from whatever game that was. And when they're knocking down that many threes, that guy shot 18 threes last night, Grant Williams. Like when you're giving, when they're hot and you're just giving them, they were giving them those shots. Those aren't contested shots. They're wide open. Here's the thing. When you have an undermanned squad, the way the Milwaukee Bucks did, you have, there's, you cannot make it go to a game seven. You have to take care of business at home. When you are the lower seed and you're under man, you have to get that game six, man. There's no way. There's If you are a guy like Giannis, you want to get that shit done at home because you don't have the secondary scoring isn't as easy to come by on the road on a game seven. It's just not. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how good you're playing. If you don't have a secondary all-star, which they don't have, it's really tough to manufacture buckets. And I think that goes to a larger point with the, when I look at the Milwaukee Bucks roster. I see them. They are deep. They're a really good team. But it goes back to what it always has gone back to, which is you need a secondary dude. You need a number two dude. They don't have a number two dude. It, it just is what it is. And it's going to constantly be that throughout the, the throughout Giannis's career. Yeah. Chris, what you mean, man? Chris Middleton's a number two dude. Why are we doing this right now? Because you just did it. I don't believe. I, listen, I already told you this, and you agree with me last All week. Right. I think he's an overqualified three. Same with um, same with Drew Holiday. I think they could be twos and spurts, but I don't think they're a number two dude. He's a perennial All Star. They just won a championship with him being the number two dude last year. He carried them when Giannis was out. Like, what do you think fits to this? What is a number two? You want a number one to be number two? A number two. You want to diminish right. number one to be number two to Giannis is what you're saying. <laughs> That's what you're asking for? <laughs> you really want a slightly you. diminished older number one to come back and be Giannis' number two. Chris Middleton is, is all right as a number two. No. Man, he's been out. But Chris Middleton, did they win that series? Likely. Likely. So what are we talking about? I just, I don't have an argument, man. You're the NBA player. I don't know what to say. I just don't. I, I know what I believe. That's fine. I disagree, though. We can disagree. It's allowed. It's allowed. I just, I don't, but I feel like I, maybe, 
And this is like, damn, bro. Like, I just, I, and I know it just opened up a wound. I just opened up a scab that I really wanted to, like, I apologize. I had done all the things. Da, 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 da. I really like Chris Middleton as a basketball player. I really like Drew Holiday as a basketball player. I think I just want to see, maybe I just want to see Giannis with another Hall of Famer. I, I, <laughs> is that fair? I apologize. Maybe that's what it is. And that's just a high bar. That's okay. a very high bar. That, I mean, so you've changed the conversation on me there. So but okay. maybe that's I what mean, it is. Is that what? Okay. Giannis with another. Yeah, I mean that would that would be dope. <laughs> I've seen LeBron with a lot of Hall of Famers, you know. Yeah, I just you know I just it, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I'm not going to Milwaukee for at least another year, so maybe they'll just forget or something. <laughs> but I'm about to get my ass kicked. I already know. I already know. I know what it is. I think the Bucks are right back with with some tinkering around the edges. I, I think I think they've got to get better in the margins. You know what you I know? think? Huh. I think Boston is a team to beat in the East next year, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. I, but I think, I think Milwaukee, that. I I can agree with you that the, the, it, Boston will continue to grow, but I think Milwaukee is right back where, where, where they were this year and where they were last year, next year, which is right in the thick of things, vying for a championship minus injury. It's, it's just as much a favorite as anyone else. Okay. I can get with mm-hmm. that. I can get with Fair. that. Yeah. Fair. 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 Okay. All right, let's talk about Boston, which is which are going to the conference finals. I did not see this happening. I thought I, I just remember in game one of the series, I just felt like Milwaukee had a look. And also the collapse in game five, the utter collapse for them to bounce back the way they did just just shows the fortitude. Okay. Just shows just way to fucking way to bounce back, dude. Way to do that. This is a title contender. I, I, I'll be honest. You've watched a lot more Miami Heat games than I have. Just sorry. So you could probably give a better this. How how do we? How do you see this series going? Oh, I, I think it's going to be another great. You think you say like seven game series? This is going we're going to have two conference finals, right? Like two I, great conference finals. I think you could have a very a very entertaining series. Um, what what the style of play winds up looking like, I don't know because you have. Two, like gritty, tough, physical defenses. Both teams having, you know, guys like Jimmy Jimmy Butler and 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 Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Bam out of Bio, um, you know, Tyler Hero. They're bucket getters across the board. I think Kyle Lowry, whatever his injury status is, how healthy he is, what kind of production he can give the Heat is going to be really important in this series. I don't know who to pick. I'm not, you didn't ask me for a prediction, so I won't do it. But I think you could see a knockdown, drag out, like heavyweight type of fight, man, where these games are physical and chippy. And both know, of these teams type, are tough, bro. Yeah, They're for sure. Tough. For sure. Are we bringing 90s basketball back? I think this series, I think the Bucks Celtic series kind of did, but there were so many threes just given away that the, that, that wasn't really '90s basketball. I think this series it will. I think it could look like '90s. Bro, basketball. I love that. Like the '90s basketball is like still back on the East Coast, right? Like people forget the Alonzo Morning Heat, how they would just beat your ass. How to Pat Riley? Like this team is in Pat Riley's wheelhouse. Yeah, you got Jimmy Butler, who was not, who was not backing down from anyone, and we didn't. We haven't talked about this with the Sixers. Just the disappointment that was, just just all around. I, you know, I guess we'll spare him. Who cares? But 
if I were to if Pat Rod were to pick a team in 2022, this is the team he's picking. This is exactly the tough, the grit team. And then Boston, man, my goodness. I would be a little um I mean, both teams play really small. I don't really have a good gauge on this series either. It's just something that's just gonna have to watch, man. It's it's gonna be a really, really fun series. It's gonna be really yeah. fun. I think I mean, I think the league you know, and the basketball gods have smiled on us because I, at least on paper, in my mind, both conference finals could be really, really, really fun uh, series to watch. The league had a, uh, this is a side note, man, but I've been thinking about this, man. The league has had a great year. The NBA, it's been a great year. 75th anniversary. A lot has happened. A lot yeah. of great shit has happened. And it has gone into the, uh, into the postseason. This is one of the better postseasons that I've seen in a while. Just, just intrigue. Not no. When people say, I remember when, um, you know, when it was just the Warriors, Cavs every year. People were saying, "We need parity. We need parity. We need all these things." Well, you got it, and it's here, and it's entertaining. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're here. We're here, baby. Um, I, you know, we often get on here and kind of marginalize the Heat. I, I've done it. My concern, in fairness to me. Also, bro, and it's more disappointing that you do it because that's your backyard. I know, in fairness your, to me. That's Don't do where that. you're Don't at. Don't jump on board. Don't jump on board. I'm not in 305 anymore, although I always rep 305. Um, I didn't. I don't mean to marginalize them. I always said my only concern with them was having the guy who, when push came, comes to shove, would would just put you on his back and take you where you needed to go. Jimmy Butler was having as good a playoff as anyone out there. So mm-hmm. with with that in place, and if he's going to continue to be that guy, I don't have concerns because they are, I mean, the Spurs traditionally for sure are that model franchise, right? Golden State became, but we sleep on the heat all yeah. the time. And they are a model franchise for they're just there, which is like in all, all great the time. Things, they're just there all the time. And they're, you know, they've got a really high floor, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra are not going to let the bottom fall out of that shit. And they find people, they develop, they, they get people to fit the profile. They get ultimate buy-in. And this, this team is, is going to be game. I'm not telling you who's going to win the series, but they are going to be game. So don't discredit it. I just want to I want to extend the flowers and give them to the Miami Heat because even they just this is what we love on the real one spot. They just fight. No matter what, even when LeBron left, they were just somehow there. Who all dang Chris Bosh for winning a playoff series. You know, they're just there. They're going to they're a respected organization. Even when they're bad, you have to deal with the Miami Heat. And I I respect that. So, shout out to the Heat, Ruins. Um, okay. Okay. Let me, let me quarterback this thing, Raja. It's, um, it's about that time, dog. Mm-mm. It's about that time to put a team out of their misery. It's about that time to put them in a, what we like to call a pack. Roll them, op- roll them up and smoke them. We got our chief meme officer, Jomi, who had his pick of the litter of teams to put on pack watch. But he has chosen one Phoenix Suns as an organization, staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew. He is here. Jomi, Early don't get on morning here. grind. Don't get on here and show your ass today, Jomi. Don't get on here and 
what are you, you talking do about? Don't what you do you it. Mean? You know, I always come on here and I'm just like really nice and calm and collected, mm. you know? So why would I do anything different, Raja? Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea what you mean. Well, why don't you go ahead and do it, sir? Why don't, since you set me up so nicely, why don't you go ahead and do what you're going to do to me now? <laughs> well, listen, like, like Logan said, you know, the Sixers and Harden went out sad. You know, the Grizz are who we thought they were. And the Bucks, while, you know, hurt, it, it is unfortunate. But you got to get got to look at the Phoenix Suns. Let me tell you guys something. I don't think we've accurately, like, depicted what we saw last night. That was, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the worst performances in the history of sports. Like, just, like, think about it. That was Germany 7, Brazil 1 in the World Cup in 2014, right? That was uh, the miracle on ice, USA beating Russia in Lake Placid. Do you believe in miracles? (laughs) Type L. That was Leicester City winning the Premier League in 2016. A historical event. Just a disastrous collapse. And listen, people got to pay. We got to look at people. CP3, they're calling him CPO in the streets because he's got zero rings, right? It's tough. Devin, don't double team me, Booker. Both of them combined had three points at halftime. Three points. How tough is that? Listen, and if you think that's all, if you think that's it, but wait, there's more. Anthony Edwards went on Instagram. Instagram stories and was talking trash. Pat Beverly, who nobody messes with, nobody messes with, was on ESPN, the evil four letter, talking cash. Selling talking out. Talking cash. Oh, yeah, you know, Chris Paul, he's a cone. You know, when I got to guard Chris Paul the next day, I go out. I go get a steak. I do some wine out party. You know what I'm saying? It's nasty business. And listen. Maybe the Suns deserve it. They was, they was out there wilding. It was all good in the streets, talking to LeBron, talking to everybody. Pat Bev said, you know, he Pat Bev went to Paul George to talk smack. You know how 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 silly it is when Paul George, you know, makes it seem like, oh, the words coming out of his mouth makes sense. You know, and listen, I'm sorry, Suns fans, we gotta have the discussion. Last year, AD's hurt. Bronze on one leg. The Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray or MPJ. The Clippers don't have Kawhi. We must have this discussion. In fact, I'm not even going to say it's the discussion. I'm going to say it right now. The Suns are fraudulent. Absolutely fraudulent. I'm sorry, Phoenix. I'm sorry, but when you go down 46 points in a game seven at home, at, at the crib. Imagine somebody coming to your house and putting 46 on your dome. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's it's done. We gotta not like I and I and I say this with all seriousness, with all love, Raja. The Phoenix Suns are a finished franchise. That loss, that loss, that's the one you look. In 10 years, 20, 15 years, like, hey, man, that was it. 
that was the moment where it all came down. Nah. Right? That's it. Listen, I'm sorry, Roger. We got we got to what's going to happen with Aiden? Right? Who's they going to pay Aiden? We you had the discussion earlier in the pod. Hey man, where's you know what's going on with his deal? CP3 literally looks cooked. Hey Jomi, Jomi, hey Jomi. You got your eyes locked to the streets. You've been texting all night. You've been, you've been tapped in. What are the sons of yesteryear? The sons who 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 demanded respect back in the day. The sons that Raja were a part of. What do they think about the current iteration of the Phoenix Suns? What do they think? Oh, I mean, they're just absolutely disgusted. Listen, here's what I'll tell you. What? Steve Nash would have never gone out like this. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Leonardo Barbosa would have never gone out sad like this. Amari would have never went down like this. Just colossal embarrassment from the organization. And frankly, like, from top to bottom, everybody should be ashamed. Everybody should be ashamed. You know what I'm saying? Just it's just a disgrace. And Are you saying that next year during the during the training camp that they shouldn't even wear the they should earn the Phoenix Suns what practice you're doing. jerseys? This is what is we've that what you're saying do. right now? I don't think they should. It's not even practice jerseys. Like we just running sprints. Don't even get in the gym. Nobody touch a ball. <laughs> Say, no gear will be handed no out. Gear. No gear. No gear for two weeks. Uh, no gear. Are, they, are they doing gear. the drum line scene where they're hey, we're just not going to turn this? No, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. No, we're not going to do this. No, no, no. Until they can run a pick and roll, a pick and roll defense correctly. Until Chris Paul can like guard, you know, like a sixth grader, then we just run in outside, bro. Because <laughs> let me tell you, no, no, no. Like, I saw the game last night. <laughs> Jalen Brunson is so talented. Like, just you know, he's really shown out this playoffs. He went by CP3 like he was a ghost. He's a phantom. Like it was embarrassing, dog. Like, oh, it's just, I'm just, ah, you know, it was whoever offense on CP3. Think about that. All, how many all defensive teams did, has this guy made? Has made his, his bread and butter being an annoying pest on the defensive end. And they went through him like he was an apparition, like he was a ghost. All right. That's crazy. All right. Okay. All right. All right. What the fuck? All right. Okay. I gave you, I gave you a wide berth there. All right. You did your thing. You fucking. You showed out. You came in. You showed your ass. I can't even fucking argue because it was that bad. Like it was bad. The shit was tragically. It was historically bad. It was. I agree. I can't co-sign. Here's what I think happened to them. And why I'm agreeing. I can't. I think they put the car. I think they got Hollywood too quick. I think they put the car before mm-hmm. the horde. They put the car before the horse. Like you forgot. Mm. You know, they had an edge about him last year. There was some grit, a little dirtiness. Now they got a little, little win on the sidelines. Odell yeah. Beckham on the sidelines. Now they got a little, you know, they got a little, uh, you hadn't won yet, and now you still haven't won. And so, you know, here, hey, you know what? You know what's interesting? Let me just tell you. You remember a couple of years ago, there was this viral clip from one of them games, one of them pickup games out in L.A. somewhere where Devin Booker was getting doubled, and he was, yeah. like, bitching about getting doubled. Roger, mm-hmm. saw my tweet. <laughs> yeah, oh, they did it. Did you tweet that? Like, I, no. I said... Devin Booker should have been practicing on them double teams. He didn't want to. He didn't want to spoon. So we're on the same page, right? But like, that's where and and I, that's that's not you know like. But it's big picture, right? Like they need to get they need to get the dog back. Devin mm-hmm. Booker is a dog, but he needs to tap back into like the junkyard dog. Like we can't yep. be the. The porch dog. We need some junk. No more dogs. posing in front of the in front of the cars, the dope ass cars. No. no more. No more. You know. Yeah. No. 
That's all. Not that, doing here's, it. here's what I'll say. Are the Suns actually finished as a franchise? Of course not. But, no, don't walk it back. No, don't walk it back. Don't walk it back. Okay, I got, I got a question for you. No, no, no. no I'm Logan, not going to. No, 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 you can't. No, no, you can't. No, you don't. No, no, you can't. No, stay on that. I do think they're finished. I do think they're finished. I got a question for you. What's up? Last year, last summer, because I have to, we have to do this because you you showed your ass last summer. I quote, you said, you said that basketball is no longer America's sport. It is, quote, Nigeria's sport. Oh, is yeah. what you said. Yeah, well. After Giannis won the title, you showed your ass. You went all the way. Yeah, man. You said that Nigeria is going to win the national. I mean, nothing. The, they're going to win the Olympic gold medal. They're going to win the gold medal, and you're going to the host this pod yourself. That's the battery that Giannis put in your back. Time to pour out a little liquor. What you got to say, buddy? Giannis, hey. I did a kumbo. You know, Giannis is just like a, you know, typical Nigerian kid. You know what I'm saying? Like he put in all the work and his teammates didn't come out to help. You know what I'm saying? Like he was looking around. Like he, he, ju- he just like me for real. You know, you're looking around like, hey, man, where's my help? Like, you know, and it's not Chris Middleton. You know, Chris Middleton, you know, he got his knees made of, you know, cooked spaghetti. So he wasn't out there like that. But. Dog, if I have to see Grayson Allen, first of all, I had to root for Grayson Allen for two weeks, which is something I never would have done in the first place, right? But I had the Celtics agenda, you feel me? Can't have anything good happen to the Seas, not on my watch. But that they were playing that dude 25 minutes a game, and he was getting cooked out there like he literal barbecue chicken. It was Jason Tatum, let me get this screen by like Jalen Brown was cooking him. Al Horford gave him 15, it felt like it was bad news bears. And so while Nigeria, hey, we'll rise again, baby. We'll be back. Nigeria always comes back. But don't put this on my African brother, all right? We got to look in the other direction. We got to look at Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, Grayson Allen. Where were they at? You know what I'm saying? That's where we got to. Giannis at what? Yeah, like 40. Yeah, the first player in NBA history, I think, to have like what? What was it? Like 10 or 1,000? Not 1,000 points. Like 500, 200 points. Like he was putting up crazy statistics, right? Mm-hmm. It was not on him. You know, Nigerians always rise to the occasion. All right. <laughs> have, have some respect. So basically, all I got from this is Giannis is never going on pack watch no matter what happens. No, he, oh, he stamps. He stamps. Okay. He stamps. Okay. Look, okay. I, I will stand by the fact that I do think the Suns are a good franchise. But Devin <laughs> Booker, my I know Devin Booker's listening, big fan, my brother in Christ. <laughs> this will follow you forever, dog. Like you are, you are. Like I'm not gonna say you're finished. You you know you got a long come on, come on. Listen, listen. He will. We will never, ever forget where we were, where I stood when Devin Booker laid an egg in Game Seven of the Western Conference Semifinals in the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what happens next. Until you will always until. have that smell on you. Yes. You didn't get in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You know what washes that off? You know what washes that off, though? What's up? Rings. Never. It, it, nah. Yes, that's what, it was. that's what it was. They called, it they called it Magic Johnson Tragic Johnson, and look, it it, look what it happened to him. Off, He's fine. Nah, I'm not going to forget. All right, Jomi. Thank you, Jomi. Thank you, Jomi. Thank you, Jomi. Thanks, Jomi. Appreciate you, buddy. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, while I can't wholeheartedly agree with all of that. I will say that Jomi's enthusiasm and and overall take on the atrocity of last night, I can co-sign. That was just bad. And I, I again, 
I feel bad for everyone. I take no pleasure in it. It seemed like Jomi did, and that's where we that's where we differ, right? Like he seemed well, excited Jomi's about that. Well, Jomi's team is in, is not even yeah. in the yeah. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Misery loves company. I'm just yeah, saying. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Phoenix, forgive me because I can't disagree with all of that. I don't think the franchise is in ruins. I think we're okay. We just need to, you know, we gotta get some places. But that shit was embarrassing. That was embarrassing, dog. Whew. Sheesh, man, we're gonna be thinking about that for a long time. All right, Ra. It's time for a little segment we like to call Ruin of the Week. Okay. Mm. I got it. I, there's no other person I can give it to. And I feel like I'm going to like take yours and you're going to be very mad at me and it's fine. I'm going to go with Luka Doncic. Okay. It's going to, I like, there's nothing more to say than Luka Doncic is coming and he's ready to go. He's ready. He's ready to roll. Yeah. I want to give it also like a um, little shout out and a, a honorable mention to one Kendrick Lamar. Really liked his album. Over the weekend, I've been listening to it. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Raj, I think you'll like this album, buddy. I know you're a hip-hop head. I know you're a real hip-hop head. You still got your Jansport backpack on at all times. And your Tim's lace tight. You probably went to the tunnel back in the day. You probably, you know, you probably, you know, probably put on a party for Onyx back at Scottsdale back in the day. I, I'm not even, wouldn't even be surprised if that happened. Um, but yeah, it's my ruin of the week. Luka Doncic, honorable mention Kendrick Lamar. There you go. Um, I'm going to give two different pairs of people real ones Damn. of the week. Is that a real yeah, one two, first? Uh, yeah, it's a first. It's first, but I think it's warranted. Um, the first would be Ime Udoka and Brad Stevens. Mm. Hellified coaching job by Ime through two, two, two both series. Like, really did a great job. And I, I, I could see it um, and see his fingerprints on both of those series defensively and schematically. And that was great. And then Brad Stevens for moving up up top and, you know, some deadline trades, getting, getting back Tice and, 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 you know, putting the ball in Marcus Smart's hands. Like there were some decisions that had to be made there that have kind of helped that franchise take the step to where they are now. So both of them are real ones. And then the second pair of real ones would be Jay Kidd and Nico Harrison. And Jay Kidd, a, another coach where you could see fingerprints and uh, agenda and game plan all throughout the, the 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 playoffs. It never looked like his team was just out there hooping. Like you could tell they were dialed in, they had a plan and they were there to execute it. Um, I love there was a clip watching the game the other night where he was coaching like he was he was yelling the whole possession. Stay home, stay home, don't leave him, don't leave yeah, him, double, yeah. double. Like I thought it was fantastic, man. It was really cool to watch it warm my heart. And Nico, um, for sliding over from Nike, a great dude. And again, another trade and we talked about it on here about moving Chris Stapps uh, to bring in Spencer Dinwiddie and Spencer Dinwiddie by most accounts in Washington like wasn't a, like people weren't really digging Spencer Dinwiddie in Washington and so that was a roll of the dice that has paid off in a big way for the Mavs it gives them that third creator and playmaker he had 30 ball last night in a closeout game um, and so shout out real ones there too two sets two head coaches and and uh, and front office it's a hell of a it's a hell of a um, list, man. Real Thank ones you. all the way around. It's been another edition of our Monday Real Ones. Um, you can catch us every Monday. Um, I think we're back Monday night next week, but it could be a Monday morning. Who knows? You know, Raj is winking. He wants, um, you know, we know what he wants. Um, he doesn't, <laughs> Real Ones After Dark is not for him. He wanted to throw the, all, the dark, all the dark liquor away. He's ready to, he's not, he's, he's chipper now. Yeah, I started Raja. my diet today, bro. I'm good. We're good. Bro, you started your diet? Right. What? Before I got on here, man, I got on the fucking Peloton. I feel amazing, bro. We're, we're locked in. We're getting these summer bods, bro. We're ready to roll. We're ready to go, man. 
You got your diet? What you doing, man? What's, what's, mm. what, what are we cutting out? So if people see you in the streets, they say, Roger, get on your fucking diet, get on your shit. Yeah. What are you doing? You see me eating some French fries or anything like uh, uh, chips or pizza uh, or any alcohol in my hands. Smack you, that you shit smack out of that his shit hand. Out. You, got, oh, you got full carte blanche to knock that shit out of my hands. Carbs in general, I got to let go. Like That's my carbs and sweets, man. Getting rid of it. Ready to lock in? Yes, sir. Let's fucking do it, man. Let's fucking do it. All right, man. That's been um, another edition of Monday Ruins. Um, make sure you check us out every Monday. Make sure you check out in the meantime, in between time. Uh, make sure you check out group chat. Make sure you check out the rest of our ringers, uh, NBA slate. That is the answer. That is the void. Follow the void! With Kevin O'Connor. Follow. Uh, make sure you check out the mismatch. Hey, Chris, Chris Vernon. I know you listen and play a friend of the Burn show. Up. Burno. Memphis, Memphis. We didn't, we didn't even do it. We didn't even put him in a pack because we respect him. We got love for him. But let that happen next year. We got our eye on you and we got on the eye on the city of Memphis. Okay. Shout out to the city of Memphis. We see you. Let's just keep the propaganda rolling, man. Let's just do it. All right. You know what time it is. Black Girl Songbook with who? Raja Bell. It's a town legend. Miss Danielle Smith. Mm hmm. She signed my book, too, by the way. Um, Shine Bright. Make sure you go hey. check that out too. New 60 songs that define the 90s with Rob Hervella. Okay, you check that out. That is Ruins Propaganda right there. Take it, check it out. Go on their feed. It's an amazing show. Anything Rob Hervella do, does, I'm going to listen to it. I'm just going to listen to him speak for five hours. It's like watching Ray Allen shoot jumpers, okay? It's just every time is like the first time. Um, make sure you check out. We're going to keep that propaganda rolling. Make sure you check out R2C2 with who? Roger Bell. It's the Crest Side Clown. Vallejo legend, CC Sabathia. We in the motherfucking house, okay? I said it was a stretch run. It's really the stretch run. Western Conference, real ones. Holla. Pop it. We here. Lock in. Lock in.